Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog. Today I'm talking to Ed Dilowat of Backpack Studio app. Hi, Ed. Hi, how you doing, Martin? Good, yourself. What are you thinking about? Uh, just, I don't do very many podcasts. So uh, this is no. one of the first ones I've ever done. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And in this <laughs> segment, I'm doing a search, like Ego Search. Uh, on your name and on your uh, app here. So I, when I started out, I did it on Google first, and I got uh, over 35,000 results. And first it was on your own site, so that's good. Uh, backpackstudioapp.com. And then for videos of uh, review videos, but also your own videos, uh, instructional videos, and then a tutorial uh-huh. site uh, for you. And then your app store, uh, how to get it. So we will do a call to action there, but they should get to the Apple app store. Uh, and then also a site called App uh, Levis. And then podcast news. And then your Facebook page. And, uh, and the end on the first page there on the results was photos of backpacks. <laughs> so uh, because you could, have, <laughs> yeah. you, you could have your smartphone in a backpack. So you have, it's funny because... I, really I signed up for uh, I signed up for Google Alerts yeah. so that whenever somebody publishes about Backpack Studio, I get an alert. And eighty five percent of the alerts are like cool backpacks. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that should be one like in, in the future. Ed Filowat's backpack, yeah, design backpack yeah. for your smartphone <laughs> and the well, gear. Yeah, <laughs> I just need to find somebody that uh, if there's any backpack manufacturers listening, we should do that. Yeah, uh, great. Backpack is out there. And then on page two, uh, my uh, uh, post, uh, the backpack for podcasters uh, on Ego Netcast uh, showed up. So I'm happy yeah. with that. But that's from my yes. uh, view and perspective. I don't know if you get the same results, Ed, or somebody else out there in the world. But when I did a search on your name, Ed, is it Filowat? Is that the right pronunciation? Yes. K- yeah. yeah. Like, like Kilowatt with an F. Yeah. So that's why you have this other app called Kilowatt, right? Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a couple of music apps that I make yeah. and then a couple other minor audio apps. But uh, yeah. Backpack Great. Studio is the main app right now. <laughs> yeah. And then I got yes. like 700 results. And there it was on uh, your Twitter because you're pretty active there. LinkedIn, yeah, a Medium account. Uh, I'm thinking of starting creating content there but i haven't done yet but i'm following mm-hmm. a bit and it's interesting their model also with premium and so on after you have read certain articles there uh, and then the apple app store <laughs> facebook and then a brochure i'm not sure that you have done it but it was a menu for some uh, uh, restaurant or something like that but it could be a, another ad filler what i don't know uh, no, there's only then, one ad filler <laughs> yeah okay uh, so then you have done it back in the day some some kind of uh, well i was a uh, I was a web designer. Uh, okay. that's, I started programming before mm-hmm. I got into audio. I was a web developer. Yeah. And I did that for my whole twenties wow. and I built a million websites. So my name could probably wow. end up on a lot of websites. <laughs> that's great. So you really have done it yeah. uh, with the HTML coding and so on back in the oh, day. Yeah. What I you put, see is what you I, get. Yeah. I, I put in my time with HTML and JavaScript. Definitely. Mm. <laughs> And then uh, on Mixcloud, because, I mean, you're, you're interested in music and, and this could be yes. a DJing thing and so on. And also YouTube, your channel there. 
and Pinterest. And there I saw some, you had some interest in, in um, some certain uh, pattern and so on, and, and also sketching. I saw a, a cat there and other things like that. Yes, yes. I, I could say that for rock record directly. Your app is very, how do you say, pleasing in visual. It's it's nice yeah. to look at and, and it's uh, it's easy to understand and to use. And it looks good. I mean, Thank it's, you. It's, Thank you. Yeah. So, and we even have now a proof of it. it. It looked good when somebody else was taking a picture of it. When I used uh, uh, the app uh, for a client and she was recording an interview a person there and somebody took a picture in the room then it almost glowed from the screen there with this uh, with <laughs> the pads uh, yeah. you call it now pads right uh, I, yeah, pads I, or pads, I might yeah. have went hopefully I didn't go overboard with that they definitely no, glow I like, like they, yeah. <laughs> they're connected they, they, to the uh, decibels so the louder okay. the the louder the music and the pa sound pads the brighter they glow so yeah, hopefully okay. I didn't go I, I've seen people load up songs that were really compressed and really loud, and like the whole app like turns blue. <laughs> so. It's like the equalizer thing back in the day. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So and then uh, on Pinterest, uh, you had as I said, and then Flickr, and there we could probably come back to that. Uh, there I saw some. Uh, it almost looked like an E upside down or something like that. And then it was powered by Libsyn, and it was a photo from 2007. Do you want to talk about yeah. that? Okay. It was of Libsyn. Yeah, it okay. said yeah. powered by Libsyn, and it was some on some exhibition. Of oh, or okay. Like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, and that's my my buddy started Libsyn, mm -hmm. and I was a web developer at the time, and I was their first employee. Mm-hmm. So uh well maybe their second hire like there's I was either their first or their second. I think they hired us together when they were able to start hiring people. So we went out to um California and we built a big booth and it says wizard on it. Yeah, okay, wizard. Yeah, so that's the name of a company. Yeah, in in as I said, Wizard was the company that bought Libsyn, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So and and you see that um, I have a link to that uh, when you have as I have for my clients and for myself um, uh, my own standalone app that we talked about here mm -hmm. in the green room before and there it's saying mm -hmm. this wizard company name also so yeah Good. yes uh, and then on page two uh, my uh, my pod, uh, post uh, showed up again. The backpack for podcasters on your name, so I'm happy with that also for myself. Then I did. Yes, I also you. do <laughs> alternative search there. So I, I I'm for the privacy. So I, I search on DuckDuckGo, and uh, okay. before they had these scrolling functions, the results were not. I mean, stopping so you could scroll forever. But now it's similar to uh, Google, around ten hits on every page. Uh, but okay. on the first page where it was no extra or no some different quotes. Uh, it was, uh, as an old, uh, I like electronic music, so uh, synth, synth, uh, synthesizers and so on. I saw a review on a site called Synthy Frog, 
and then uh, your YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel there also showed up because I, uh-huh. uh, on Libsyn, you could have several de- destinations. We talked that also in the green room on, for example, Spotify, but it's easy uh-huh. to, when your podcast is, uh, episode is uploaded, you could pick different destinations. It's all about the listeners, where they want to listen. So, for example, yeah. I have, it's not my premium or main hub, but I have, for example, a premium account on SoundCloud. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. I use it as a destination, and then can I you, have. I you mean, can, some, yeah, you can publish from Libsyn to SoundCloud. Yeah, but the the good okay. thing is that I don't. I uh, set up the settings or the destinations as Libsyn is uh-huh. calling it, and they are taking care of if if SoundCloud would change something or something like that, they are fixing that. Uh, so that's uh-huh. good. So 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 you don't have. I mean, you could do it manually also, and I like the manual touch also yes. to do things. But when you could also see then uh, how uh, how it starts to populate in different uh, de- destinations. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it's funny, doing that funny in to hear SoundCloud. about that. Yeah. yeah, it's funny to hear about that because I I built that destination system wow. in Libsyn ten years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. and Congratulations! It Sound, Sound, well, yeah. SoundCloud wasn't really around back then. Like when I worked no. there, it was it was and it's, it's uh, fun. a different set of sites, and it was mainly it was video centric at the time. Yeah, because okay. Video was kind of, it was kind of before the YouTube celebrity exploded and a lo- there was a lot of video podcasts that wanted yeah. to publish, you know, as video, but then a service called TubeMogul came out. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's still around. So it was at, at that time when that destination system was built, it was all about uh, sending to video sites. There was like really oh. no concept of of sending it to different audio places like, you know, the apps and Spotify like we have now, which is super mm-hmm. awesome that you can do that. Yeah. But 10 years ago, yeah. that was, it was just like experimental video. <laughs> yeah. So we are talking with a guy here with have lots of experience and knowledge and have done this journey. And I think that's fascinating because I did this blog post for Small Business Trends several, several years uh, for uh, uh, doing a compilation of 100... Uh, so-called best uh, podcast uh, for small business owners and uh, people who are uh, business-minded. And then it was one year from one year to another, I got this request from people who said, uh, shouldn't you include uh, uh, video podcasting also or vloggers also? So I did that. Uh, but then the year then after it was not so many left and, and uh, Rob Walsh have talked about that also with the statistics mm-hmm. on a top top list it's mainly audio but I like the destination mm-hmm. with YouTube because then your podcast when you have the show art it's not so much uh, showing on, on the on the channel on the YouTube uh, like uh, vis- visual but it's your logotype and then some people want to listen that way also because they, maybe they do something else on YouTube so they can listen on your podcast on YouTube. Right. And right. also the the search thing we talked about uh, the app before. Um, it, it's it's the searchability. So if your podcast is listed on YouTube, it is a chance that uh, you 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 will get maybe new listeners to your podcast. I know for my my own sake, I should. I mean invest some more time thinking about what I should do with so-called regular YouTube uh, creation also and content creation there. Uh, but I'm all for it, but it's like a jungle out there. But I like it is, that yeah. you have a dist- destination 
because I mean, if you go to YouTube uh, after some time, you say what what I have done or listen and watched. <laughs> as I like cats, for example, cat videos or and so on, and time right. spent. Uh, and but it's good also when you want to search for something like uh, instructional video. For example, how how mm-hmm. do you use uh, the Bosjok app, or now it's called or Backpack Studio app? I mean, then you mm-hmm. often search on YouTube in order to find uh, information about that. So yes. um, yeah, that's interesting. Talking about uh, mm-hmm. that journey regarding uh, videos that's and actually... how, how podcasting, yeah. Ironically, that's what I was actually working on this morning. Uh, so the big thing with podcasters now is uh, audiograms, they're being called. Yeah. 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 So like podcasters are uh, using a whole plethora of different services and apps yep. to basically add a visual on top of their audio and you know, usually make a short clip and sometimes yep. transcribe it and then put it on Facebook and Instagram mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Snapchat too, where it can be consumed really fast and then linked to, and that's uh, that's that's been a giant feature request and something that I'm actually kind of good at is building visuals on top of things. Okay. So that's actually what I was working on this morning was uh, the ability to just turn your audio into video, so that it can be consumed. Because unfortunately, uh, Facebook and Instagram doesn't support just raw audio, so you can't. You there has to be a visual too. So, like, what should yeah. that visual be with a lot of these audiograms? It's like a moving wave, mm-hmm. you know, a, a photo with a moving wave usually, and sometimes text over top. So yeah. that's that's interesting because it's you know that's an important thing right now. Yeah. So we, we will that be an add extra feature that you will then uh, like pay uh, pay extra, or is it including in the, the I'm gonna incl- uh, basic? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna include it because. I I know how to do it, and I feel I don't want to. In Backpack Studio, it's a ten dollar app, and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to nickel and dime people. You know, too many in app purchases and subscriptions and stuff. So, I'm just going to include it, and I'm going to have a couple visualizers and nothing too simple. Like like we talked about before, keeping it really simple because you're on a phone yeah. and you want to be able to do it quick and. You yeah. don't want to, maybe you don't want to use, you know, 10 different services and spend the whole day nope. in iMovie creating, you know, something so that you, <laughs> that you can share a clip of your show on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I hear you because that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I, it's again about the listeners, how they want to listen. But then yeah. if you want to promote your podcast and get reminded of, of it. Exactly. It, yeah. it's, it's interesting with this audiogram, but then doing yeah. it in, in a neat way. Uh, so right. I have looked around and i talked about i've been trying to come up with i i actually asked on twitter uh, a couple weeks ago like what are what are some good audiograms that people Mm -hmm. like and i got and there's you know there's a few different ones and they're all just kind of like you know the waveform moving over top of the picture so i i I was trying to think of like real creative things like maybe um you know this goes into my more artistic side maybe you know you could pick an emoji and the emojis fly across the screen and blink to the audio or you know, that's yeah, something I like a, something a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. If you could include a cat there, I'm all for it. So yeah, there's got to be cats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you know, cats in, invented the internet, or they are uh, they have a power they are the star- They are the stars <laughs> of the internet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't <laughs> so, make any so sense, that, but they are. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's good, Ed. Because uh, I mean, uh, recently we talked that also in the green room um, about uh, 
easy to use apps and app, app uh, podcast aggregator and overcast is that because that's also an iPhone uh, for the record is your app and uh, available for the people who are have chosen the other side so to speak or uh, is it mainly for iPhone Right now, Backpack Studio is just iPhone, but... Yeah, could um, you as a, a programmer and tech guy, because I, as a layman, I, I, un, I understand why it could be like that, but I want to hear mm-hmm. it from, from your side. So why uh, so-called only, as for now, on, an, uh, I, uh, on uh, iOS? I've, so, um, in a nutshell, uh, iPhone apps are built uh, basically in C in Objective-C, and then recently uh, that switched to Swift. Mm-hmm. And Android apps are built in Java, and yeah. it's a totally different system. So when you, do, when you port an app from, from iOS to Android or vice versa, um, you have to basically rebuild the app. Now, there's been some mm-hmm. really amazing things like PhoneGap, and uh, there's been some really amazing technologies that let you build in HTML or JavaScript once, and then immediately publish uh, to both. One, one of my best friends uh, is in charge of technology for um, StoryCorps, which is an amazing service. And he was an evangelist for PhoneGap, like how they were able to do all these amazing things and get onto both platforms at once. That doesn't really work with uh, Backpack Studio because it's using so many uh, low-level audio APIs. It, it works for a lot of apps, but it doesn't work for Backpack because of the fact that there's like you know compressors and limiters and EQs and a lot of C code that mm. in order to port over to Android, you have to basically rewrite. So. I, I, my plan is to get there, but it might take like a might take like a year. Hopefully, it'll yeah. only take a year. <laughs> yeah. But and, I get asked uh, because, every day. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean uh, that's for uh, good for record because I think the users of an Android uh, smartphone is probably not aware of that. Even if us Apple fanboys, laymen or tech guys, right. are talking about yeah. that, I have used I've used every system in the book. But I have become an Apple fanboy, and that's because I, yeah. I like the sim- how to use it. And the market should understand that, in a way, it's more difficult uh, to create apps for Androids. On the other hand, the day I wouldn't then... say it's more difficult. But okay, it's, yeah, it's twice but as different. much. It's do- yeah. you have to start somewhere, you know. And there's o- I'm, it's only one. I'm only one guy. Yeah. So if I had a partner that only did Android development, you know, then he could do that, and I could do that. But since I'm one guy, I had to pick one. Yeah. And and I am a little bit of an Apple fanboy too. <laughs> yeah, but it's good clarification uh, because the day when Google gets it to get the standard or, or default app on their smart smartphones for Android, uh, the the listeners there could pick it because now it's w- which app should they use? For example, I recommend Stitcher uh, and still do, or that you have your own app as as you could have with Libsyn. So even then oh, yes. you could have it on Google Play. Uh, and now the Spotify have, uh, I mean, come up in the top there uh, also. Mm. So I, I'm all for it. But it's it's important to understand that it's different, two different systems in a way. And and mm-hmm. then it's, of, co- of course, to you to decide which to choose and pick. But I mm. will be happy that uh, when uh, Google will come up with an app because then 
potential there with the listeners uh, will, will increase. Uh, mm-hmm. So thanks for that uh, information and clarification. And I had a note here on my uh, mm-hmm. journals here that I'm thinking, maybe do you want to talk a bit more about that, how to uh, develop an app? Uh, I mean, how, how do you, when you're taking so-called over, or even maybe in the past there with the Boss Jock app, do you want to talk a little about that, the process and the development? And also, of course, your future plans. Yeah. All right. Which one should I start with? <laughs> uh, uh, you could take a, a little bit of a backstory in the backpack of the Boss Jock. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so developing, uh, developing apps, well, so the App Store came out. I was working at Libsyn uh, mm-hmm. in 2009 when the App Store was invented. I guess it was, well, I read when the iPhone first, did you have the iPhone when it first came out? It was, no, it I was not so store. early. I, I had, <laughs> uh, I had an iPhone. That's what I'm saying. I've used all the yeah. other uh, phones because iPhone had a price tag on it. But then right. I was yeah, one was day walking on, a, walking on the street and I saw an offer and I went into the store and then it was uh-huh. the sales guy. He, he knew what to say and he was very friendly uh-huh. and salesy also in a good way. As I'm joking, and then I, I ended up with a 3G iPhone, a very nice round, uh, shaped and and colorful uh, case. I got to it, <laughs> nice. and I, I was yeah. And then I was, I mean, uh, yeah. So what year was Be- it? Because the, because before that I had bought a, a used one from a, a, a friend and a business contact, and BlackBerry because I liked the keyboard and I okay. this kind of yeah. thing. But to, in order to uh, get to that and to learn it, I, I, it was fun to play the game and, <laughs> and use the keyboard. <laughs> but it it was like built by inge- engineers. Same thing with right. Ericsson and others. And it's all good. Uh-huh. But it's not user-friendly in, in my way, what I see it. But when you got uh-huh. the iPhone, it was easy to understand and to use. That's why it's so, so easy year, to use. Yeah. What year did you get your iPhone? Your first one? Oh. I don't remember, but it was a three, three it was pretty G, early. Yeah, pretty early. So, I, so about I've six, now, five or six years yeah. ago. Okay. Yeah, even more. Because I, think. I mean, time the, re- the reason I <laughs> yeah. So the reason I ask is because uh, I was working at Libsyn, and the iPhone came out in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and there was there was no app store. Like yeah. the iPhone didn't have an app store, so like you couldn't make an app mm-hmm. for a couple for about a year or two. Uh, I guess St- Steve Jobs infamously said that he didn't think there needed to be apps because no. he figured everybody would just build things on the web and they could just like link to them. Like web apps mm. would be good enough, but that wasn't. Yeah. And like we we experimented with that and we were like trying to make you know podcast aggregators and all this stuff. And then after about a year, maybe two years, suddenly there was an app store and you could develop apps, and it was like a gold rush. Everybody was you mm. know just building apps all day long. And so, you know, we were building podcast apps. And then after I stopped working at Libsyn, um, I got, I I started to realize that uh, my passion actually wasn't necessarily building. I I loved building web software for podcasters, but I wanted to actually work. I wanted to have an audio engine and like work with audio signals and add reverb and like mix them together. I'm like, 
I can do this in an app and publish it into the app store. And like, I had my own audio engine that I built in one summer in 2012. And then, you know, that, that, uh, was the genesis of boss jock. And that was just like, mm -hmm. so, so exciting that you can manipulate sounds on a phone from anywhere and, you know, make a podcast from anywhere. Like anybody mm -hmm. could. So like, that was really exciting. Just to be able to, to work with audio signals in a phone. And then, mm -hmm. Uh, that eventually became uh, Backpack Studio, my new app, which is mm -hmm. now, you know, now we're working on, I'm working on uh, taking that to the next level of live streaming, recording guests, and just, you know, s seeing how much stuff I can get people to do on the phone. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that's the thing also, because I am not a technical guy, but, uh, how much could right. you, how much could you pack in your backpack, so to speak, before <laughs> getting... Before it's getting free. right, because I so like I the boss jock, uh, and then as I said, uh, it did what it did. But when it it hadn't been developed, uh, how to say upgraded or developed uh, or new version for some time, and when yeah. I reached out and I listened to Libsyn about that, and and Elsie and Rob gave some uh, good advice and how you could use different ways of recording, and then mm -hmm. it it came that you now had this new one. And I almost blew my mind when I saw it because it was a great development. I mean, I like Postjok uh, app, and now yeah. I saw I still get the same feel, but it was wow! This is a really new version, so to speak. But still, yeah. it's the same uh, usability that you see. I mean, that's the thing with iPhone. If you know how to use an iPhone, you will be able to use an iPad, right? Because it's similar. Right. Way. Uh, so you don't get lost. Uh, but uh, and then also that I wanted to hear about your future plans. But so yeah, so but not I, getting I, away from the main thing that you want to record in an easy way, and you want to yes. have some nice features, but you don't want to have so-called too much because then it will be <laughs> maybe the, you, the, you're getting the, lost. Yeah, the back or the backpack gets too heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like that's that's the trick. Uh, like, Boss Jock basically was a, a a situation that stagnated, where uh, you know I was I I didn't have really the autonomy in that situation to create the features that the users were asking for. I didn't have the I didn't have the power, so mm -hmm. I created Backpack where. I could actually, I could listen to the users. I created, I actually, the first thing I did when I launched Backpack Studio was, uh, you could see it at the bottom of the Backpack website was a poll. I don't know if you mm -hmm. heard, it's the, at the bottom, it says vote on our next feature. And yep. it's uh, backpackstudioapp.com slash vote. And I had mm -hmm. all, I listed like the top 10 things that everybody was asking for, mm -hmm. like in emails up until that point at Boss Jock and like, all the things that I was never really able to dig in and build. Mm -hmm. And I let people, I said, well, I, I'm so excited. I'm in, I can build all this stuff. I don't know which one to do first. So I made, mm -hmm. I made that poll, uh, and I put it on, uh, backpack studios, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I got, a, you know, a few hundred votes in a couple of days. And it like wow. the results of the poll blew my mind. It was like the opposite of what I thought people wanted. Like, the number one mm. thing that my users wanted was live streaming. And that mm. totally shocked me. But that, that was good because I was able to, you know, crowdsource and listen to the users. 
and know, you know, as a, as a developer that's independent to, to not rely on guesswork or, you know, to actually give the users what they wanted in like a democratic fashion. So that was mm-hmm. really exciting. So live streaming became the first feature. And then uh, you, you could see them all listed. It's like that was the, live streaming was the number one. And uh, guest recording is number two, like we're doing right now. Remote mm. live guest recording. And then uh, I think all the other ones are kind of tied. I haven't checked it in a while. Yeah. That's so interesting. That was my, that, that's my roadmap, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's interesting how you let the journey, what you are doing, and, and ask uh, the users. But then also you have a vision what you want it. I mean, you want to use it yourself in a way because I see your photos and so on. You're playing around and you're testing things and really, oh, yeah. I mean, using your I'm app I'm having yourself. a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's good. I mean, you should have fun. And uh, there we could talk about that. I mean, we could run round up with this audiogram and then talk about live streaming. But audiogram, I like uh, because... I, I bet it will be easy to use and 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 nice and it cool thing because with the other f- uh, features and, or services that I've tested and also talked about, it was a bit mm-hmm. cumbersome until mm-hmm. Overcast, Marco's uh, app for uh, iPhone users again, uh, with uh, he used that and that's have been simple way and uh, Libsyn talked about that in an episode of the feed, the official podcast of uh, Libsyn, how uh, listeners if you taken quote or, or a clip of a podcast uh, mm-hmm. it, they could spread it to their listeners or to their readers on a blog and so on and that could then uh, getting um, distributed in an interesting way so I mean mm-hmm. this how you could uh, do a small uh, sample or, or a snack bite and then uh, your, yeah, listeners your listeners could spread it to, yeah. if, if you know if you get mentioned on a podcast or like there's yeah. a one part that you think is extremely funny, being able to tweet that yeah. and put it on yeah. Instagram and Facebook, you know, that's, yeah, that's, and you know, that's an amazing to, technology. Yeah. And I will then mention that uh, maybe you don't know about that service, but I talked to, uh, on another ego search uh, interview with uh, Podchaser, the, the service there. And uh, there, I mean, if you're uh, mentioned or if you are uh, as a guest on a podcast, you could create a, uh, account there on Podchaser and say that that I was a guest on Martin's podcast, and yes, also if you do are a, doing a jingle, then you could uh, say that you you are doing the, the music of a jingle for that podcast. So, but it will take time that the listeners. And now we are back. What did you okay. do, Ed? Yes, we got disconnected, and it was my fault. Yep. <laughs> we <laughs> no were t- well. We were talking about audiograms. And I yep. opened a audiogram uh, creation app, and it. This is one of the problems uh, with audio development on iOS is only one app can have the audio session at a time. And I think what mm-hmm. happened was uh, Ringer's audio session got disconnected. So okay. instead of reconnecting, unless it stopped our call and then downloaded it, and we had to start over. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of my fault. So not. No problem, and I have learned yeah. about that. And that's the thing. I mean, when it's working, it's working. Yes. But if you're fiddling with something or incoming call or something like that, I mean, all these things uh, could happen. And uh, now maybe a sidetrack here, but we'll come back to to to, uh, uh, to audiograms uh, and also then to live streaming. I think it's they are connected in a way. But in the green room, we talked about uh, 
but like Ringer now we're using long distance calls recording mm-hmm. but you uh, do you want to tell about that that you have done investigations about how you could use uh, like Skype and others or incorporate <laughs> right. that in into your app because it's one now road road has this uh, procaster thing that is more like a not a mixer board but you could have these pads and you could have others and you could have incoming like a mobile phone call or Skype or and so on so you could do almost like lie but you could also have prepared sounds and jingles and effects so but it it, it's have a half hefty price tag but i i'm very i mean it's on my wish list and i know some podcasters fellow podcasters out there that have one and uh, it it looks cool but i mean you have to have it in a backpack van to joke because it's, (laughs) it's it's like an uh like a more a bigger Probably like a, how do you call it, uh, iPad Pro or something in that size. I mean, it's like so you're an, talking uh, about the uh, the Rode Pro, the Procaster. Yeah. yeah. So you can call you can call guests from that. Yep. Can you really? How does that so, work? Uh, yeah, and you're not you're talking now to a non techy guy, but uh, <laughs> uh, Per Olof and uh, Lena they did that on their podcast in Swedish called uh, Podgeek. Uh-huh. And then they had this. Uh, in, she was sitting in Gothenburg, and he was sitting at, at uh, on the island Gotland, and uh-huh. and they were talking to each other, and and he got that into into the red uh, gadget. So you you could do that, but without a phone. Exactly like, how he, they do, did that, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't have a phone or anything. The hardware can actually call a guest. That's amazing. Yeah, or yeah, but they had a computer also. So if he, okay. how they connected if. If it was with cables then, or or uh, uh-huh. in a program in the computer, and then through the system, and I'm fascinated with that. But what I say again, I mean, you could get inspired by that. But with totally. your phone, you have always with you. Maybe you don't always have uh, a set of uh, five microphones and a record digital recorder or this Rode. It's more right. planned. So yes. you could with your app, you could do like an, in a moment. You could do like a note to self. That's the name of a podcast uh, <laughs> that uh, she has, Manush, uh, about uh, uh, how to use apps. And also, the apps are good and technology uh-huh. is good, but it also could be stressful in a way. Is it in so English or Swedish? A, in English. She okay, has, uh, she I'll have has, to check that out. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, wrote a book called Bo- uh, "Brilliant, Bored and Brilliant." I mean, how to reflect on uh, this technology thing that we are so hooked up. We, we in a way, could never get bored. Hopefully, the listeners are not bored by our conversation. But, I mean, you could, as you as you did now, you fiddle around with something else at the same time. Right. But Because you want to test it. But if you are yeah. bored, you could sit in line or waiting for a bus. You could do something with your phone. And in a way, it's good. But it's also maybe stressful. So she has yeah. written a book about that. And it's... Uh, it's uh, incorporated uh, uh, with her podcast and uh, an episode that I have in the pipeline called uh, Connecting the Dots. Uh, ha- have you played the game, uh, the app, uh, Two Dots or Dots? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like little colored circles and you... Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. very simple idea. And I haven't played it because I don't have, how to say, the patient to play. Even if yeah. I I used home computers uh, like Commodore, uh, VIC-20... Amiga and so on, and played. Yeah. I, I imported a floppy disk from Asia. Me too, yeah. So, I had a Commodore 64. Yeah, that was my yeah, first computer. So that, that, and they <laughs> even wrote a book about the, yeah, the generation, the nice. generation 64. 
because there you have programmers and artists that did good good stuff in the future but but that's the thing that you you don't you don't have to get bored you could get entertained the whole time and then she interviewed uh, the uh, the game developer of two dots she was both inspired by him but so-called a bit angry also because uh-huh. she got hooked and i haven't downloaded the app yet i don't have many many games i i used yeah. this uh, pokemon for a while but <laughs> that was I, fun I, yeah. was Everyone good, I was not good at it and yeah. it took so much power from my phone that was kind of a, that a was kind of amazing because that was yeah. what two summers three summers ago i guess everybody yeah. i was living in new york city yeah. And everyone was running around Central Park in the middle of the night, like hugging <laughs> and high fiving. It was like yeah, Pokemon cool. Go was like this amazing social experience that has never yeah. happened. You know, like I'm all for since. it. And the next, the next <laughs> one, in, and I, and I could say that for record, I haven't read the books, uh, but uh, uh-huh. the what, what's uh, her name? Uh, Tolkien? No, not Tolkien. Uh, um, oh, the the fantasy uh, for for yeah, children Tolkien? and oh, Tolkien, yeah. Um, oh, Harry yeah, Potter. Tolkien. Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you. Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. They have created, uh, the, the people who are behind that game have now uh-huh. created for Harry Potter. So that will be the next craze. Oh, no uh, way. Everybody's going to be like wizards. Yeah. Like, oh, that's going to be big. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, the funny thing, and we're talking now, uh, now I'm jumping a bit around, so we have to get back in track, but this is fun. Uh, the the developer behind similar one was on Google called uh, uh, with this Pokemon, but it was not designed it that way. So it was more uh, not so public for the public. But people have used that more like a, a general what's it called location based service. Yeah, and a game well, also. The devel- but then yeah, before Pokemon, that de- the, that same developer made something called. The way they got all the data for the Pokemon app was there was there was something right before that I forget what it was yeah, called. And, it, and it, it was, was a location a, based, based, powered by Google and Android and so on, but it it was not so for the common user. It was more of a geeky nerdy. Thing it was nerdy, yes. Yeah, so it was yeah, yeah uh, like you know this what is called the game that you um, uh, collecting not coins but um, oh. uh, like candy candy crush. Uh, no, it's oh. Yeah, I will. I will remember it. But you, you, you walk around and you find things, uh, and cashier. Uh, what is it called? Yeah, it's like a map, and you find it on your 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 phone and so on. And then you put. Uh, oh, so it's in the real world, like yeah. like Pokemon. You go outside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, but good. it was more like that. So, so you uh, and I will add that in yeah. show notes when I remember the names again. But but so that's funny how you develop this. Uh, and we talked about then the audiogram and also uh, live streaming and then interviewing. So you had you saying about this Skype thing that was not built for recording. Yes. So do you want to tell a bit about that? I guess they're all they're all kind of tied together. That when I when I created Backpack Studio, I wanted I wanted the 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 most important thing, uh, you know, besides having the freedom to and the power to go anywhere, which is why it was called Backpack. Mm. Um, uh, for the users to decide on the feature set. And so I created the poll that I was talking about before, and I was very surprised that live streaming was number one. And guests, mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised that guests were number two because at Boss Jock, we would get emails, you know, all, like 
every day, like I want to record guests, you know, this, and this was mm. like five years ago when it was even less possible than it is now. Um, mm. So yeah, live streaming was number one and I implemented that and guests are number two. So that's what I'm kind of investigating working on now, but also the audiogram. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to do everything uh, simultaneously. <laughs> but, how do you manage that end? The lives, yeah, that's kind of how my brain works. Like I, I kind okay. of multitask on stuff. But the live streaming in Backpack Studio is out now. But it, it's mainly all the people that wanted it, um, wanted to connect to Icecast and Shoutcast, yeah. which are yeah. like, are you familiar with Thank those two technologies? They're, Could they're, you tell me because I. You helped me because I have signed signed up for it, and I used yeah. uh, the one uh, called I now here this dot at uh, and forward slash Lyceum. Where mm -hmm. where is my profile? So mm -hmm. the listener could check it out and see if I could. I I wrote something about me and my podcast, but I don't think it showed up mm -hmm. yet. And I mm -hmm. tried to do a live streaming, but then I want to discuss this because the, it's the ridiculously main... complicated. So like, there's yeah. no lib there's no libsyn of live streaming. No. <laughs> so basically, you have an antiquated technology uh, called Icecast, yep. which yep. every uh, live streaming thing uses. Basically, it's a, mm. it's an awesome technology, but it's a twenty year old technology, yep. and pretty much all of my you know requests in Backpack were all people that wanted to connect live, and yep. it was for a multitude of reasons. Um, everything from a terrestrial radio station that wants to be able to uh, you know, leave their studio and broadcast oldies music from a car show to a uh, Catholic priest in Indonesia that wants to be able to stream his sermon from his phone to mm -hmm. his parishioners. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's all these different use cases for it that you wouldn't think of that, no. you know, because, you know, the, the app was designed for podcasting. And but there were so many users of the app that needed it to connect to Icecast servers that that was my number one most requested feature. So I launched mm. that um, about a month ago. Yep. And everybody's really pleased with it. Uh, yeah. But like you said, when you want to just, you know, broadcast live and you don't have any experience with having a, that infrastructure already in place, like the radio station has or like that church had, yeah. um, you know, you're, you're kind of stuck. So, I'm working on a built-in streaming solution so that mm -hmm. you can just, you know, have X number of live listeners and then uh, possibly a subscription package. And then that that same technology can also be used uh, for recording guests, I think. So that's, they're kind of, the two things are very intertwined because like we're talking to each other live mm. and, you know, it's having a server that can, send a signal that that can't be easily interrupted uh so like when when we're talking to each other right now we're at a low quality but when it mm. renders when we're done it's a very high quality so it'll sound good when people are listening mm. so yeah. i'm trying to figure out how to marry those two things which is uh having people that want to listen live but then you want to send it with a lower quality but then you want to syndicate in a higher quality so i actually i have a friend that's really good with uh uh, back-end programming that's kind of working on a one size, hopefully something that will allow me to launch uh, integrated, uh, an affordable integrated service that will give you 
what we're doing right now, but also live listeners. So okay. that's, that's, that's kind of been that in the audiograms and, you know, a hundred other things, of course. So <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. And, and yeah. as I said, for, for the record, I am very pleased with Ring and I followed them along also with the journey. But yeah, I'm this is fun. Interesting yeah. in, in, in new things and how things could lead to another and develop and and for this competition friendly competition also Mm -hmm. Uh, that's why skype probably started with it because they saw an interest and then podcasters and other jumped on it i Uh, tested the skype api yeah i tried i tried just taking the skype api and just putting it in Mm. and like building an interface it didn't really work it didn't really sound like it 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 didn't it was clunky it was clunky Mm. so um yeah i went back to the drawing board and I've been playing around with like uh, I'm pretty sure what we're doing right now is uh, WebRTC technology. Okay. Um, which this is the I'm part where I geek for. out. It's a it's a <laughs> uh, web real time communication. So it's it's a newer technology that yeah. Firefox or not Firefox that uh, Google. Yeah. Is I believe Google's behind it, but mm. it's a it's a protocol basically, like it like HTML that allows for. Uh, real-time communication which is what we're doing right now and it's relatively new it's in its infancy so okay i've been experimenting with that and hoping you know that this could lead to uh having what we're doing right now with ringer inside of backpack and then also a way to have live listeners which is much which is a lot easier you know with the ice cast or system that it would be nice if like you you shouldn't have had to you know go to hear this and sign up for an account and then put in, uh, you know, 10 different settings and then look, then search around. It was, it was, you know, it, it wasn't simple. No, so, but I mean, I was totally new to it, yeah. but you helped me very well there. And now I yeah. registered, so I liked it, but now I'm thinking that's what I want to spend some time. If you have it uh, on discussing this, because when you said these use cases and I have this on my show notes also, what's your, I mean, by a persona or the user of this, apps and i i hear it's it's more and more different uh, uh, users here that that could use this kind of app well yeah uh, so like but the, but the live streaming uh when i did that i saw on my ipad that it something was happening but then in a way if i wrote like hashtag on air hashtag recording if i had done the settings on the computer or ipad it will re- record it on uh, here this dot at but mm-hmm. I didn't do, do that because I used the uh, the backpack studio. I wanted to test that, and I clicked the green uh, button. And I saw something was on air. I like that the green thing, and I could see it on my iPad. But mm-hmm. then I was thinking, when should I use this? Could somebody be interested? Because I'm very very realistic. Uh, I mean, I have a a small base, a fan base, mm-hmm. and listeners. But I've been for a long time, and mm-hmm. and I'm all for it. Uh, but I'm not a talk radio yet. And right. Maybe you're, you're but doing, but I, I, but I'm thinking about what could I use this feature yeah. for? And that could be maybe once a week, once a month, some special up-to-date news or behind the scenes or mm-hmm. join me. Because the live feeling, as I talked in the green room with you also, I used a service called Blog, uh, Blog Talk Radio. And then you have mm-hmm. this that you could call in. But then they were fixing all these things. And during my years there, it was, I mean, maybe a couple of times that was used. So it mm-hmm. was not so big for me. But on other shows like more talk radio or, as you said, 
somebody wants to uh, share their uh, live em- em- event to to people all over the globe i think yeah. that's interesting so i want to test it uh, i think news but, yeah elections yeah. uh sports yeah. Cover, coverage of breaking news and things where mm. you want you want to be able to you know take a have somebody call in like the way like talk radio you know works where they take guests like mm. public guests uh yeah live situations there's, there's definitely you know a lot of a lot of innovating to be done and then but then most importantly have it as a podcast that can be yeah. syndicated like this will be yeah. and, and, and a better said, quality I- yeah, and that's what I like, that you could do it because the real time and live has some kind of uh, feel to it. And it could be that it's okay that, the, as you said, the quality, if you're on a live, like a football game or whatever, and somebody's interviewing somebody and you hear lots of background noise, that's okay. And then, <laughs> But then with Bosjok, then you could also record it and then upload it as a regular po- podcast also. I mean, that's, uh, I see some of the... Uh, I mean, uh, professionals, you could say, or or uh, the podcast, the procasters out there, they have, they're recording it, and you could have this podcaster um, roundtable. Then they have guests. Yes. I've been there on one yeah. one time, and then we were talking about long distance, uh, like, and then I was using my ringer and my simple headset, and the other guests in the st- uh, on this roundtable, podcast roundtable, they had mm-hmm. all these <laughs> nice studios and so on. And I was here sitting in the middle of the night with my iPhone and my earbuds. <laughs> this guy in Sweden. Pretty, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was pretty funny. But I mean, they invited me for that reason because it was how you could use it in different ways. So yes. I, I like this, that you could do it in different ways. So, so it, my mind is getting, and now with audiogram as well, you could do it in a nice way and you could get new yeah. lessons. And I guess what... Share it in a what nice we're trying good to, way. I guess what I'm trying to do here is, you know, take all these different technologies and kind of glue them together somehow. Um, mm. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. So, uh, so it's fun. We're talking about you know, the users uh, when you have this, and uh, very smart of you to have this poll and survey. Uh, and what, what kind? If you want to share that, I mean, how many users and how many different are they? All podcasters or are they radio? personalities or the DJs. Well, that's the crazy, like, yeah. that's the funny thing. It's like, it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a mix. I mean, primarily podcasters. That's, that's what's closest to my heart. So like when I, when I launched this live streaming feature, I, I realized that a lot of the people asking for it, uh, the podcasters are interested in streaming live and the live streamers are interested in podcasting. So it's like, when I launched the live streaming feature last month, I, ma- I made an ad in Photoshop and I took, mm-hmm. a, you know, like the screenshot of the hand holding the app and I wrote at the top podcasting and radio unite, you know, now mm-hmm. you can record your show and stream live while you're doing it. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if the ad really worked, but I was trying to, I was trying to unite, you know, the radio users of the app that are using it as a soundboard live and, dying for live streaming technology and the podcasters who, you know, aren't interested in that because they, you know, they know that maybe only five, like maybe you have, you know, a thousand people that are going to listen to your show tomorrow. Mm. But if you do it live, only like five people are there, but like, it's still like you said, with guests and the podcasting roundtable, or maybe it's, you know, a sport, a, a sporting event or something covering a breaking news. Like there's definitely a lot of, use cases 
you know, sometimes, you know, maybe once in a while you want to do your podcast live. So like trying to unite those two worlds instead of having them be two separate rules. So I was trying to yeah. come up with like advertising slogans, podcasting and radio unite. But then I have another yeah. faction of users that uh, use Backpack Studio for sound design and uh, triggering Broadway plays. And like the, I recently launched a feature uh, so that like when you play a sound pad, like if you go to the bathroom or something and you're not there when the sound pad ends to trigger the next sound pad, there should be a way to mm. just program in a set of sound pads to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I recently added that. That's kind of like from the radio world. But I mean, for like the, the live thing, but the podcasters like it too, so that you could kind of have thing have the sound pads flow into each other fluid fluidly so like you know some some things that are available to radio have them be available to podcasters and vice versa so mm-hmm. there's a yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of um possibilities there yeah and uh, i i hear we could probably talk a lot more about all these i mean in a way technical thing but for the layman's i mean what's behind or an inside app also because there's lots of settings there and I was thinking about that when you're recording uh, by a microphone or without a microphone directly into the phone, or as mm-hmm. I'm doing with the clients uh, when we uh, use this IK multimedia uh, lavalier mic, that's two mm-hmm. mics uh, linked to- together. And then I put uh, one, um, how to say, cable into two mm-hmm. mics together into one and then into the phone. And then mm-hmm. I have monitor headphones that I'm wearing now in one of the uh, on the cable so i could listen and that's what i uh, this photo that you liked on uh, on, the, on twitter and instagram uh, mm-hmm. so and then i could concentrate yeah, I ordered, on I ordered recording one of those. i love that yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and but but you have i mean standard and with microphones you had have other apps but with boss Jock it's so uh, or as it's now called backpack studio it's so easy to use so that's why yeah. it's it's great to buy this app and also yeah. as i said if you want to have this live feature you add that uh, uh, purchase so because that could be a if you buy your microphone for example uh, mm-hmm. and we could have some product placement if you buy like multimedia hd mm-hmm. or if you buy a rode or if you buy a uh, all nice there out yeah. there i read that yeah. i like but i'm i'm now using it that's why i'm keeping my iPhone 6s plus because then I could plug it in with the mm-hmm. newer mo- models uh you you can't you have you don't have a microphone uh, um connection there in that way you have to have an this adapter or how do you call it right where you are uh, right, powering your yeah so that's I could talk about that for a really long time yeah please <laughs> basically do. right you now may, you maybe a... not very long but for a little bit uh, because <laughs> so you, that's why yeah, I'm keeping so... my iPhone 6s plus because I could plug in my right. simple iRig mic cost I mean it's not not very I mean it's very good for for a price and for the size because I could put it in a small bag mm-hmm. with me and I have it always, but if it's a big as I have, I have a IK multimedia like HD, or you could have other brand, but then mm-hmm. it takes some more in your backpack, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the quality because it, it takes up, I am now sitting also in my 
that I uh, it was a crowdfunding campaign like a portable uh, mobile uh, how to say studio with with uh, this kind of material that is taking away uh, yeah mm-hmm. echo and so on it's like a box uh, with, with uh, this uh, uh, carton thing with soft material so I'm had putting my head into that but for oh, me I've seen working. that I've seen that <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but uh, and that we would talk we could talk about other kind of uh, variation and other settings that you could do with your app and with microphones so please uh, tell about uh, the the uh, how to say um, microphone uh, outlets or, or the well so thing. the first there's a, there's a bunch of things going on right now so i mean the obvious one is apple you know decided a year a few years ago to get rid of the headphone jack mm. which is how a lot of this stuff worked and they they kind of it, they you know they they launched the airpods uh to go in your ear like basically everything their, their thing was like there's no need for a headphone jack and mm. all audio should happen with bluetooth mm. and but that creates a huge it, problem how, how reliable is it i have a bluetooth uh, headphones it's now but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. <laughs> that's yeah this was you know this was one of the things that i struggled with the most with backpack because i was i'm like you know i ju- i launched it six months ago right in the midst of this giant transition away from headphone jacks and microphones and headphones to even listen to this world of bluetooth where the microphone sounds terrible if you try to record the microphone it sounds even worse and then there's this terrible delay hmm. So I, that, that's something that I've really had to contend with. That's, I mean, basically Apple, you know, by getting rid of the headphone jack and forcing everybody to use Bluetooth, Bluetooth isn't really ready. Bluetooth isn't, for whatever reason, I can talk about why, but like <laughs> Bluetooth isn't fast enough and yeah. it doesn't sound good enough, but that's what like everybody has. So yeah. I've had to kind of work around that. Like the first thing is the, is like, there's a ton of delay. So, you know, you would talk and then hear your monitor a second after you talk mm-hmm. and the recording would sound terrible. So like I, I worked with some different users to come up with solutions and the best solution is um, when somebody plugs in uh, their Bluetooth, their AirPods or, you know, cause the headphone jack's gone. Mm-hmm. And bas- if you go to Best Buy now, do they have Best Buy in Sweden? Like yeah, similar to to Best Buy. Yeah, so like yeah. every mm. everything is Bluetooth. All the headphones are Bluetooth. Mm. So if you have your if you have your Bluetooth hardware, just mm. throw up an alert. And this is what Apple does in GarageBand. It throws mm. up an alert that says, "Okay, you're you're recording and listening through Bluetooth. There's going to be a mm. lot of delay. Mm. Um, we recommend plugging in, but." Uh, and this was Apple's solution too. In GarageBand is what they did. So I kind of threw up that same alert that says, hmm. "Okay, and I'm going to automatically mute so you can't hear yourself. So you're going to be in a delay, but you're not going to hear yourself echoing back." With Bostock, that was a huge, you know, part of the app was monitoring your voice and adjusting your yeah. signal in real time and syncing on top of your music. So that delay, you know, that creates a lot of problems. And hmm. I think. You know, for any kind of real-time app, like a keyboard app or a music creation app, you know, the delay, you know, almost makes it unusable. But I think that's something that'll disappear in a couple of years because I think the next generation, I think Apple knows about it. They're, you know, the next generation of Bluetooth will sound much better, the microphones. 
and hopefully mm. be like a lot more real time so that it mm. becomes, uh, you know, a, a better solution. So like right now they're get right now I'm using, uh, earbuds that are connected through the lightning port and they have the mic in and mm. I, and they sound fine. So they're mm. going to probably do away with that. And they're like eventually just going to have Bluetooth. So like, okay. Yeah. Hopefully the, hopefully the, technology the delay and the sound quality will improve so that's something i worry about because i'm trying to create a studio in an app <laughs> yeah without the external uh, microphones no for the late person apple as a knock on wood on and as an apple fanboy could think you well why they have thought about this and done this when it's not really ready yet but well, yeah maybe I mean, somebody who, who have the insights with it i i as as a user i they they had this explanation that you could have a phone thinner and also it, yeah. it will not uh, get uh, water into the phone and other things yeah. like that. So I, that I yeah. could uh, get, understand. And the but, analog uh, headphone jack was invented like 50 years ago. You know, it's, yeah. but they, they, I mean, that's, what's cool about Apple is they have, you know, to sound like a fanboy, they have a history of, you know, killing off flash, you know, killing off obsolete yeah. technologies very aggressively. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and it's good for them. So, I mean, it, it's, yeah. uh, they see maybe the light and see in the end of a tunnel. Uh, yeah. People. Uh, so, and, the, yeah, the only people, yeah. if you're doing real time audio software, mm. you know, we, we got thrown under the bus a little bit, but we're working around mm. it. And I think the next generation of Bluetooth will be better. Okay. So and, uh, I'm plugged in right now note, with lightning. Yeah. <laughs> good. Uh, as a side note, as a funny, uh, like Bluetooth in Swedish is blåtand. And that was uh, this uh, historical, mythical character, like a Viking called Bluetooth. So uh, <laughs> blåtand. Yeah. So I, because I think Ericsson back in the day is behind it somehow with the uh-huh. symbol. You know, this, uh, uh, how to say, the B that's looked very... Um, sharp or or edges like that you have cut it in stone so i think that's the homage to the and tribute to the to the viking and the, this uh, character <laughs> called blue blue tan blue blue tan in swedish or bluetooth in english <laughs> you have to send me a picture of him yeah i will do that so and and that's great do you have a, a other like uh settings or options or how you could use your app with microphones and and uh, different settings or use cases if you want to share some of them um, so I, I'm trying to support every single microphone that's out there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like the, 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 the blue Mikey and the, uh, you know, there's like 10 popular podcasting microphones right now that podcasters argue about which one sounds the best. And I'm, I'm trying to support them all. I get, you know, they all, they all have idiosyncrasies, um, if you have a dual channel mic where the left and the right separate, I have a setting in the options of Backpack Studio that lets you mix them into a single channel, you know, like the um, like the iRig or like some of the Lavender mics. Mm. Uh, yeah, so like stereo mixed down. Um, oh, I support. I think I might. I think Backpack Studio is the only app that uh, supports a four channel mm. uh, lightning input. Like so, a lot of the um, the four channel mixers. So, like, there's a there's a couple of different ones where you could have four mics plugged in, and I kind of mix them all four into one in the software. That was a pretty popular mm-hmm. uh, feature request. Okay. 
So, so if you have, because now I have this IK uh, uh, lavalier mic that's two in one, so to speak, and I like that. But if mm -hmm. we would be so more, if you were using more that guest, with that how, studio, how would you would want to use the then? stereo mix down, I believe. Yeah. Uh, will, it, will it be a mixer you have to put in then if you had like four guests or uh, how, how does it work? If you have more than two guests. Uh, so uh, you can record uh, four mics at once with Backpack Studio uh, by using like uh, certain uh, USB sound cards like the Focusrite uh, 1818. Uh, there was a lot of requests for that. So if you mm -hmm. wanted to have uh, four people sitting around a table with four mics all getting mixed together, I didn't make it complicated. Um, it's still just one microphone button and you have to manually mix the mics on the device, but it will record all four channels of all four mics, you know, of the four peop people sitting around the table in the, in the mm -hmm. focus rate Scarlet. If you want to have four mics, you know, going live at once at one table. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of requests for that. <laughs> That's interesting. And as I said, uh, in my case, I've used it for two guests on the level here. Uh, with a uh -huh. client, but it's good to know that you could do it with, when it's more. And that's why I, I was looking at, because you you like this shiny gadgets, right? So I saw uh, this microphone from England. I think it, it it looks or sounded like a beehive or something. It, it looked like an orange thing <laughs> that would take ev every sound around the table. Because <laughs> even if I'm not uh, technical, I understand it's like two different categories. One is more directed and one is more taking sound around. And both have uh, how to say advantages and uh, yeah. challenges also and but if you're sitting around uh, a table with Bosjok in the middle starting mm -hmm. recording and you see the flashing things because then you see something is working yeah. and then you have four mics uh, placed around the table how will that uh, work so it the, it will be now how do you say round sound or people talking into each other uh, right. Do you have to have special mics? Uh, and you are welcome to uh, product placement here and <laughs> I mean, recommendations I'm, or what you, you have know, tested. I'm not, I'm not a big hardware guy. I think I, I love the sound of you know the iPhone's built-in mic. I, mm -hmm. when people are asking me what mic, mic, like especially beginners, like somebody that doesn't already have that setup that they're used to, like I think the microphone that's built into the phone sounds great. And I think you mm -hmm. know, like I'm using the, I'm using the. Um, I'm using plugged in uh, Apple earbuds like, right now. And yeah. I think, you know, traditionally, I think they sound, you know, great. But like a lot of podcasters are like, there's a, there's a visual aspect to it. Like I see a lot of people starting their podcast and they have the, uh, they have like the blue Yeti. Yeah. Like, I'm reading your mind. Real big. <laughs> yeah, and the blue Yeti is like, it's yeah. like, it's like in front of their face and they're cool. like, my podcast <laughs> is coming soon. And it's like a, you know. <laughs> And I have one, a similar it's a one status. called, yeah, <laughs> Samsung Meteor, because it's very cool <laughs> retro design. So I like that. Yeah, it looks and, cool. And, so like, you look and cool we have in front shiny of it. Gadgets. So yeah. And it's, it's all good. Symbol. Yeah. But, but, but what I say to my clients and others is, it's, as you say also, it's to just start and doing. And, and again, yeah. iPhone is good with that. And here in, with Ringer also, you could use your earpods and yeah. you could, you could record. 
But then you could, of course, develop and you could test around. And there I see it's a jungle out there. So it must be a challenge for you yeah. to test all these different microphones oh, and settings. And <laughs> I'm always ordering. I'm always ordering and returning a different mic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always have one mic. Like I'm returning, and like because there's like you know 20 of them now. Um, wow. There's another. There's another setting in Backpack Studio. If, you know, if you're feeling adventurous, you can. Dis- yeah. This was in Boss Jock. Uh, you can disable the automatic in control, which kind of yeah. gives you it, it. It gives you like a a cleaner signal, but you don't get the compression of the built-in mic. So some people uh-huh. were huge fans of that, and then, but yeah, then and you have to keep turn, turning it back on whenever you restart the app because Apple designed like we're kind of misusing a feature that Apple yeah. Apple intended for developers to disable the automatic gain control. Uh-huh, if they okay. were creating an if they were creating an app that measures decibels, like a mm-hmm. like an audio meter, like something mm-hmm. you would use to like make sure it wasn't too loud, yeah, like a not not a recording app, but like a like a meter, like a decibel meter. Yeah. If you worked at an airport and you wanted to make sure it wasn't too loud or something, or mm-hmm. like at a, a a concert, you didn't want to you wanted to be able to test the decibels. So that's yeah. why they give developers um, the ability to disable the automatic gain control. Because most mm-hmm. people think that it doesn't sound good, but actually it sounds great, but it removes the compression, so you're mm. you're quieter, basically. So that's okay. that, that's a setting that I kept from Boss Jock. Yeah. And it's in there if anybody wants to try it. You just it just says automatic gain control. Yeah. So and I and I think this is interesting both for podcasters, procasters, indie podcasters, so called amateur as I am, lovers mm-hmm. of things. So I like tea, I like things and doing things and just do it but also to learn about it i'm uh, Mm -hmm. curious to learn more about it and and also with these all settings because then it could have an impact depending on how you do the settings so for Mm -hmm. your information i have used your default settings on everything but Mm -hmm. i want to learn more about things than i could fine tune it so so to speak same thing with with uh, ophonic i'm using the standard settings there i have now changed the so-called minus luffs to uh, to 14 because that's what uh, people at Libsyn and others and uh, mm-hmm. now we're with their podcast. If you listen to the feed, then you learn all the new things coming and also ahead. Then they talked about Spotify and the, uh, the so-called int- intelligent uh, the speakers that have raised the so-called level. But for a layman ear, maybe you don't hear that, but if you have these new settings when it's um, how to say optimal for new technology and new um, uh, gadgets. Yeah, so I don't. I don't fully understand the like the left. Like, okay, how, do you, how do you spell? <laughs> how do you how do you spell left? Uh, L U F. I think it's another F. Uh, Luffs with two Fs and an S. Yeah, uh, like and then I I, know, I, I, I put the then level eighty two. Yeah, minus fourteen. I am setting it. For so it's now. like a decibel. It's like a decibel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just. I'm not too. I'm not super familiar with that term. Yeah. L U F F. Yeah. So that's what I'm setting in in uh, when I'm doing post production because uh, uh, now we're talking about other podcasts, but it's it's fun because mm-hmm. they they could ship in and chime in. Uh, Robbie's have been talking that on and also Elsie mm-hmm. about on. The Libsyn feed, the feed, the podcast there, uh, that it have been there if it's so called too loud because you don't want to, there you have a decibel again, you don't want to, uh, how to say, 
that is getting too high because you see that on the iPhone also uh, uh-huh. that they will say if you turn up crank up the highest volume they will say now it's too loud for your ears and that's good in a way because mm-hmm. otherwise you could uh, destroy your ears right and you could mm-hmm. be uh, get be, become got get sued and so on so that's well, why I mean, they have this setting it's kind of, it, uh, it sounds a little bit like snake oil to me because yeah. of, like the phone has a the phone has a built-in limit to how loud it can okay. get so like i okay, understand the good. idea of a loudness unit yeah but it's just volume and compression yeah, like, and that's, that's and that's good is. to know, and that's yeah. what Rob, I think, and and maybe I misquote now, so I I I could stand uh, corrected if I'm saying in the wrong way now. But what that's what Rob is saying now that if it's so called a bit tad too loud for the listeners, then it's easy to to decrease the volume. The important mm-hmm. thing is to get the end product as good as possible. As yeah. you said, I mean, we are recording in a convenient way, and then you are using. Uh, the so-called the post-production with Ophonic or Alito or some yeah. other service to levelate things in order to get the end well, thing with the, that maybe you could as an iPhone uh, Apple fanboy but also technical guy why are right. we still on MP3 file format at the end exactly yeah it's it, it's ridiculous it's just it's just how, <laughs> yeah <laughs> just I don't know like I've just googled bluff yes. Yeah. It's a decibel, yeah. But it's just—it's like a—it's a different way to express the term. De- like I, and I'm, I'm automatically doing that in Backpack Studio. Like I'm, yeah. you know, I'm showing the levels and I'm using the, but I'm using de- the word decibel, and it sounds like some—they're using the word luff. I mean, they're different. I see what the difference is, but theoretically, it just seems like the same thing to me. Okay, and that's so, good to know. I, I, I mean, will revisit the- that though. Yeah, I, I mean, as that. I said, the <laughs> general user or, or podcast is not concerned about it. But when you read uh-huh. about it, I mean, <laughs> or something like that, and the listeners also don't really care about it. They want it to to sound. Yeah. I mean, uh, in a good way, not too loud or not too. Uh, and most soft. people are listening without headphones, you know, and they're on mobile. Uh-huh. Like a lot of, so yeah. it needs to be loud and it needs yeah. to be somewhat compressed. So mm-hmm. I can see why. So but but just, that's what I like with the future. Another app when we were talked about before with the audiograms, uh, Overcast, they have this for the premium that, as me, I'm not talking so loud, but then you could boost my uh, voice with uh, mm-hmm. the feature. And also they could speed me up if they don't uh, have time to listen to me, they could speed up <laughs> and it still yes. sounds good. Uh, so I like this, all of this thing, because it's, again, mm-hmm. it's up to the listeners how they want to consume the yeah. podcast. Uh, That's great. But yeah, yeah so, so it's interesting to see that you have been, have, have a, and that uh, we talked in the green room uh, again about it, and maybe we'll not do a spoiler alert, but we will talk about, maybe you will hear about us in the future also, listeners, dear listeners, uh, in, a, in a project tab. We will talk more about that, Ed. But what I like with you, you have put lots of thoughts and energy and time and resources into good settings at the beginning that you don't have to fiddle around. But still, I think uh, the users could be interested to learn more about it, both on a layman level, but also for the tech Mm -hmm. people who want to deep dive, more uh, dive into it. So do you have thoughts about that uh, for the future? I mean, how to... Well, yeah, it's just... uh, It's basically basically, uh, limiting and compression in EQ. Um, Mm -hmm. 
you know, EQ controls how much bass and treble is in a signal. Mm-hmm. Um, and lim- limiting and compression is kind of the same thing. So like, if, if you're quiet, if, if there's a part where you're not, you're, you know, you're not close enough to the mic, making it louder. And if you're yelling into the mic, making it quieter. So like, you kind of get a more compressed signal. And that seems mm-hmm. to be, you know, kind of important now because everybody, a lot of people are on mobile devices without headphones. And then there's, you know, there's these things with music with called the mm-hmm. loudness wars that basically it comes down to uh, dynamically boosting and lowering volumes really quickly. And like some software is really good at that, like some mastering software and then some isn't. So like with Backpack Studio, we're recording live. So there's, there's a little bit of that. And like in Boss Jock, there was a ridiculous amount of uh, EQ, like treble EQ. Mm. There was like, there was like, there's like a whole lot of what you would call like on your EQ. If you if you had a ten band EQ, and you took mm. the five, <laughs> if you took the five sliders on the right and just slid them up, like kind mm. of a massive treble boost that was just in there by default that mm. I never liked. So like mm. one of the first things I did with with uh, Backpack was remove that, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, keep some other filters and other compressors, but make them gentler mm. and just, you know, just trying to find, trying to find something that sounds good. Cause like you said, people aren't technical. I want them to be able to just record and it to sound good. You know, mm. I want it, I want yeah. the lust to already be there. You know, you shouldn't have to yep. do any crazy services or spend extra money for that. I just want to, you know, have that all be in the app. Hmm. And as I said, again, I'm for the market here and, and the users and the producers mm-hmm. to decide and, and meet, yeah. meet each other on the market and see what you, it's, it's open and it's space for everyone in a way. But I like your, your thinking here because otherwise, if you, as I said, if you buy a, a microphone, often you could include an app there or buy an extra or download mm-hmm. it. Uh, or you could use the iPhones, or I don't know how it is on Android, but uh, what is called like um, the Memo uh, uh, app mm-hmm. or feature, and there you could record something also. But yeah. with bo- uh, with Backpack Studio, it it sounds good from yeah. the beginning, from the get go, just... and and then you could add. I mean, we haven't talked so much about the, the um, as we call it, the couch before, but now the pads. Uh, could you tell a bit more about that? Because that you have, for example, in that feature in Röde uh, podcast that you put uh, like jingles, uh, messages, uh, bumpers, and all kind of things. Uh, yeah, you, uh... so uh, being able to trigger the sound pads, you know, is mm-hmm. a very important part of Backpack Studio. Uh, one of the the soundboard is unlimited, so you can mm-hmm. basically have as many sound pads as you want. And the way that yeah, works but... is when you fill up a page of sound pads. You can mm-hmm. just scroll to the left and a new one appears automatically. It works the same way that apps work on your home screen. So when mm-hmm. you get too many apps on a page, just you magically get a new page. Yeah, so that's I, how I, I, that's I've how been I there. the soundboard work. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So because you can keep uh, filling yeah. up the soundboard as, as long as you want. And then when I launched uh, six months ago, mm. I immediately got uh, 25 requests like in the first week to okay. be able to rearrange the pads. So uh-huh. you can go into the pad yeah. editor and you can uh-huh. move them around like this because people want to move the sound pads around the same way they want to mm. move the apps around on their home screen. So mm. um, there's that. And then there's a ton of settings you can do like uh, uh, ducking, like whether or not, you know, the volume drops when you turn the mic on, which is sometimes important. Sometimes it isn't, you know, 
auto rewind looping, um, mm-hmm. automatically play the next pet, like things that are hopefully self-explanatory and simple, but mm. you don't have to go into those settings. But if you want to, you know, if you're, if you're intermediate enough that you want to tweak the behavior of the sound, uh, changing mm. the start and end point of the sound, you mm. know, uh, what else is in there? Changing the color of the sound pad, just settings that you don't have to screw with, but are there if you need to screw with them. Mm. But, you know, not, not having them bog the app down. So, like, yeah. you just hold down on a sound pad the mm. same way that you would hold down on an app, like, if you were going to delete it. So, like, holding oh, down yeah. on the sound pad brings up the editor. So, mm. and, and that's good to know. And I think it's, you have done it's very, how do you say, user interface with uh, friendly, and yeah. you learn by testing and doing. Yes. Uh, at the same time, I think, and that could be maybe talk about uh, future with this idea that popped up during the um, uh, green room. That I think uh, it could be interesting if, um, if you have time, energy, and see that you will get results from it. Like the uh, instructional, you have instruction page, but also mm-hmm. like maybe new videos that concentrate on like one feature, one segment, one yes. application, or some. Like that you have got this feedback, like how could you use it? I mean, thinking, brainstorming, thinking about yes. it. But I, I know about, that's what I like with podcasting also, even when you're doing a solo show, because you talk, you could talk about things that's on your mind. Maybe it's mm-hmm. only you that's interested in it, but you never know. It could be something, somebody else that have, have mm-hmm. had this idea also, or thought or thinking. And if yeah. you get that out in the world, uh, then you could share it and get the uh, f- feedback yeah. and comments and you could continue the, I like this expression in English. You could add in your two cents and you could yeah. continue the conversation. That's uh, why I, one thing that I didn't one one thing that, you know, I couldn't really control in boss jock that I can control now in backpack studio is the importance of social media. So like when you go into the settings screen, I have hmm. the Facebook and the Instagram and the Twitter, like right and the email right at the top, because I want people you know, I want people to send me a direct message at three in the morning being like, Hey, I have an idea, you know, like mm. I, 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 the user it's, I'm dependent. Like you just said, I'm dependent on the users to come up with those ideas. Like, I mean, mm. I have the ideas too, but it's so much funner when the users have an idea. And then I say like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, like the, uh, the voiceover community is like so awesome and, uh, so, so important. Uh, the voiceover users and mm. I get a constant, you know, stream of messages about how of things I could do that are just really quick and easy. Like, like, uh, the other night was like, uh, uh like the three finger double tap. If you're on voiceover, mm. uh, voiceovers technology for, uh, visually impaired. Mm. So, um, instead of, instead of the, the voiceover announcing, uh, that you're recording, Mm. To which would sometimes leak into the headphones to have it ding the same way that mm. other apps do. So like I'm always able to tweak little things for the voiceover mm. users, and it's 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 cool because it's like I can do these adjustments really quick, you know. But mm. I rely on social media to so like if you if you have an idea for Backpack Studio, you know, mm. follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and send it because I'm constantly. I'm trying to, I guess I'm trying to crowdsource it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's good. And, uh, and how could uh, the listeners and others, um, I mean, get, as I said, contact with you, but also spread yeah. the uh, good word about uh, your yeah, site. That's, so, that's huge because I'm, I'm totally, I'm able to work on it full time. 
as mm-hmm. long as sales, you know, are reasonable. Yeah. To pay yeah, the rent was, and stuff. So. It, and as I said, I was thinking of wrapping up, but I hear we could talk more about that, but we could do that as a thing also. I mean, mm-hmm. with the sales, as I said, because it's a, an uh, app that you pay a premium uh, for like around mm-hmm. $10. And then if yes. you want to have a live streaming, you pay uh, another uh, $10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, as like uh, other services that I'm using, for example, Ulysses for notes that I like that's on for iPhone and iOS also, uh, then they had this uh, uh, price on it, but now mm-hmm. they have a subscription service. Yeah. And in a way, then they could develop it because lots of people now using it. But then yeah. you have to find new uh, users and new uh, app buyers, right? In, right. in your situation. So, so we have to spread see- the good word about yes. the, the I'm application. Trying, I'm trying not to do the thing. I'm trying not to do the subscription where you there's like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, video editing apps right now yeah. where you open them up and they don't do anything unless you subscribe yeah. mm-hmm. and, and you get a free trial and then you forget to unsubscribe. Like yeah. that's every, that's like every video editing app. So I'm, I'm trying okay. not to like, I think people are getting sick of that. So I don't yeah. want to, I want to try to, I want you to totally get like the most awesome recording studio ever for $10, but then mm-hmm. I'm going to try to introduce I'm going to try to introduce a subscription for the things that are server-based, obviously, like, you know, the yeah. guests and build-in live streaming and things that, like, you know, okay. not everybody needs but would require that infrastructure yeah. on okay. a monthly but, so. Because then you could scale it also, because that's important to know. I, I gladly subscribe to a service that I use, like Ringer mm-hmm. and and Ollie2 and, uh, and, and uh, Ulysses and mm-hmm. others. But also, if you have an app that is good, to start with and uh, to get that is good quality, I want to pay it, and that's it mm-hmm. also. Because I have yeah. several hundreds of apps, and I have several one uh, others <laughs> of subscription too. services, right. uh, and and you could listen to this podcast for free, and I'm doing because I have fun, and of course I, it have led to other things also, like clients and and uh, speaking engagements, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I mean I have yesterday I had a podcast meetup, and I were with. This uh, um, or this T-shirt called uh, the Messengers documentary on podcasting for indie podcasters that mm-hmm. I supported with a little money uh, because it's if you have a message, uh, yeah. you want to spread that, and you then you have listeners, then you have a whole thing about marketing and reach out and and so on. But if you have been around for a while, you know that it, things takes time. Yeah, and, you have to uh, be very patient. Yeah, yeah. So that's what, uh, why I wanted to have you on the show also, to have an in, in uh, conversation, but also to, I mean, spotlight uh, on your app and discuss yeah. it. And I see, as we talked then now again in the green room, I think it's a possibility there that you could, I mean, you could um, think it from different ways and angles. And mm-hmm. it's uh, self-explanatory in a way. But it's mm-hmm. then different layers, and then you could have different use cases and experiences, right. and you could share it, uh, and you do it really by passion, and you are also knowledgeable about it and the good quality, because it's yeah. as you said, it's lots of apps out there, and it was I don't remember. Yeah, he's he, he has a podcast called um, uh, uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast. And they started, they say they were amateurs. They didn't know so much about it. They, they were, you'll come. He is a great internet marketer. And they wanted to start it. And they started. He, he, 
long time ago he start, he had an app that did uh, i think a fart sound, sound or something like that <laughs> to, totally meaningless app but it uh-huh. sold and it was fun right. but then you know it i mean it it's yeah. funny for a, for a while but then <laughs> maybe not so but the talking so, cat was my favorite the, the talking yeah, cat I, yeah yeah and uh, that talking uh, cat made like a million dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's, it's all good but yeah. uh, but what i'm saying with your app is that and also with Bodsark, it was so good as it was. And, and then you want to, I mean, tell people about it, fellow podcasters, but also others that introducing to this swear. Or it could be like that you having it, uh, as I said, note to self, that, that you have like, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, notes, uh, mental notes, what you do on your mm-hmm. on your app. You could yeah. have it for music. You could, uh, I mean, you could do all kinds of things with it. So, yeah. Um, I, I guess I'm, you know, I'm trying to like unify a lot of different things, you know, like people yeah. didn't, people that are working with audio that like didn't realize that they were podcasting or suddenly podcasting and like, you know, podcasters yeah. are suddenly doing other things with it. So like, that's, you know, it's, it's fun should, to see where it goes. Should, should we, because we talked about that uh, <laughs> in the green room, should we take that or should we maybe leave it for some other time? We talked about this uh, <laughs> app and service called Anchor. And how you easily could start with a podcast, but then they at the beginning they didn't talk about it as a podcast. We talked about like an audio, uh, what did you say, audio recording? Right. So, or, yeah. yeah. So anchor anchor is the like thousand pound gorilla in the podcasting space right now. Yeah. They're you know Lis- all, they're Lis- listen all up the new- now, Rob Walsh from <laughs> at least they're getting all the new podcasters <laughs> and they're kind of building you know like well I guess Spotify owns them now. But, you know, they created like a really simple uh, turnkey solution for podcasters, but yet it's, it's also very controversial. Yeah, to you the, have to, to read like the, the terms of service, right? Right. They own the content, they're putting the ads in, it's like, it's, they're, they're putting it into other services, but it's, you know, it's, it's very uh, controversial. What do you think about it? Yeah, and I'm all for it, as I said, if you know, <laughs> if you read the terms of service and, and uh-huh. as a great start into the Podverseware, and that's what Eileen Smith is doing because she has a show mm-hmm. on on Anchor uh, and how to use it and so on. And then maybe you want to use some other service. And as I said, mm-hmm. the market will decide. But yeah. you should you should learn uh, uh, about it. And if if a there's if a lot of have hidden agenda or or some yeah. uh, good intention, it will it will come out sooner or later. It always uh, does. Yeah. Yeah. So well, like so Spotify, I see the benefit of Sp- a doubt. So Spotify owns Anchor now, right? Yeah. Yep. And they're I don't know if they're gonna like integrate their two platforms, like or like how tightly they're going to do it, but I get a lot I get a lot of messages uh from people that say they produce and backpack and then export to Anchor, which I'm totally yeah. fine with. I'd like yeah. to I'd like to facilitate that pro like I facilitated Libsyn. Yeah. Um but like I have a Libsyn export button in Backpack mm. Studio. And it's yeah. basically just it automatically takes your Libsyn FTP and username and saves it. And mm. it, Libsyn's kind of uh, clunky folder structure mm. where you have like four different folders and they all do something different. Yeah. So I built that into, so like, it's like, it's like the destinations that I built into the app. I, I would like to facilitate that with Anchor. Mm. And like, I, I, I'm not sure how they're like, I'll tweet at them. Mm. Like Anchor will write on Twitter, pod morning. And I'll mm. write pod morning. Hey. Uh, you have an API, you know, and it's like yeah. and they ignore me because <laughs> they're so they big did. and like 
Okay. So no, listen they, up they, now, Anchor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to connect to, I want to connect backpack to as many services as possible, mm. you know. So. And that's good for you. And uh, that's what I want to say for the record also that talking about Libsyn, they are really connected with the podcast so-called movement and podcasters and indie podcasters and everyone mm -hmm. between. And they are mm -hmm. listening and they have their own show called The Feed, yeah. the official podcast. Oh, yeah, Rob and Elsie, uh, yeah. So, and I think uh, new actors uh, and players should think about that also because it's often a long-range game. It's a marathon. Uh, it's not a sprint. And yeah. and you could have a different, uh, I mean, angles and how you, if you want to do an exit or if you want to make a buck pretty quickly, and that's fine also. But for podcasts, there's a special, how to say, uh, nature or, or yeah, nature. essence <laughs> of, of, of a po podcasters. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so you have to think about that uh, also. Uh, so so, but I, I, what I like, and we could do that like an end ending or wrapping up also with. Mm -hmm. It's easy to, uh, when you record, I use this, as I said, with default settings, when it's re recording in MF4A or something like that, right? Uh, because yeah, I haven't okay, not MP3, yeah. M4A, yeah, or Apple's yeah. codec, basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, so but you you said, basically have two types of compression. You have MP3, yeah. and then mm. you have AAC uh, codec, mm. which, which people confuse with Apple, but it's just, you know, it's like a potato-potato thing. Okay, and yeah. I, I use the default, but then, uh, as I yeah. said, uh, because we had talked about this MP3 and all for it, but also I have used, in, back in the day, that I used this M, the, the Apple thing, and in, mm. in when they, in some cases, when it disappeared, because the RSS feed, they didn't recognize it in a way. But I like mm. what you have, that you could choose all kinds of different, uh, as I said, formats bit and, and bit rates and how you... Distributed. Yeah. I, I I send it to myself as an email. Yeah. <laughs> when I record it, I I I listen to it, and I I uh, and then I send an email to myself, and then I download it. On it, it's a bit. I mean, but I want to yeah. see that it's working, and I want to have it as a copy, and then I could start doing the post production. But what right. I like with your thing that in a way you could do similar to all the two, you could almost do everything in the post production and after recording. Uh, in your app application so that's right. uh, uh, great yeah if you yeah i get a lot of people you know there's there's a, there's a new compression format called opus o-p-u-s mm -hmm. that's like it's open source unlike the other codecs and mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's actually like um part it's from the same people that made ogg and like icecast and okay. i surprisingly i haven't had anybody ask for opus but no. I, I want to put it. I want to put it in there alongside of MP3 and AAC, and like, you know, as a as a format, as an alternate yeah. codec choice. Yeah, um, and and we could maybe end. I mean, maybe some listeners was uh, confused and <clears throat> to joke. I'm already that, but uh, with, <laughs> with with Ringer now with the premium feature, I could then uh, with on one podcast we have with uh, in in Swedish called Produktivitet or be productive and drinking tea at the same time. Uh, then you one my co-host he's doing the post-production and editing on then we are using uh, like individual tracks in a certain format the best format there but when i'm doing it on my podcast um, i'm using this flack uh, okay, yeah, like this loudless because uh, and yeah. could you tell me a bit about this as the differences because it's a matter of taste in a way uh, it's like, and i like yeah, uh, ring that i have chosen a, yeah okay yeah it's a lossless codec, which uh, which means it's really high quality. Mm -hmm. So it's 
it's not a bad idea to have, you know, an uncompressed file like that or a large file like that. I mean, what's the the problem with a mobile app like Backpack is, mm. you know, you have a limit. Even though the hard drives are huge, you still have a limited amount of space. You don't want you don't want your hour long podcast eating up, you know, ten mm. like, you know, ten gigabytes of something because you used uncompressed audio. Yeah. When, but but it's not it's it's definitely not a bad idea to have if you have the space for it. Yeah, um, because I mean, then I comprise to the MP3. That's the end product uh, through yeah. uh, through when I do post production through the thing all the that's two, most or, important on or uh, Ophonic. Yeah. yeah, please continue. The the thing that's most important is like is the sample rate. Uh, I, mm. The sample rate and the bit rate of what you actually publish. Like I think one ninety two okay. is great. I, I I can tell a difference between. 160 and 192 sometimes if there's like a lot of symbols in the music or like a trebly mm. voice mm. i can't tell anything higher than 192 like i can't tell the difference between 192 mm. and 320 and on a similar note with uh with s- sample rate um i can't i i get a lot of emails asking for 48 instead of 41 41 mm. uh, kilohertz is cd quality mm. and 48 is uh basically only bats can hear it <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's it's really it's really high frequencies and i get i get passionate emails to support it but it uses battery and it uses you know hard drive space so i've kind of been reluctant to do that you know if it was a laptop where you have an unlimited amount of battery and storage but it just doesn't make mm. sense in a mobile device mm. so to be continued. <laughs> yeah, to be continued because now I, <laughs> my mind is boggling here, and uh, yeah, and I, I every time you do it, and every time some new things, you you read up on it and learn about it, but then I forget it because then yeah. I mean the flow, and I don't want to think right. about you it. Right, you just want to be creative and hit record. You shouldn't have to worry yeah. about that. You know, mm. use the default settings, and that's yeah. that's basically what's great about Backpack Studio. If you want to go under the hood and you need, and you know, you know what that stuff does, do it. That's why it's there. Yeah. You know, if okay. if you bit if you're a beginner or an intermediate and you don't you don't need to be technical and that's the whole idea. So yeah. that's that's great, Ed. So yeah. uh, here at the at the end, uh, if you have any new future features that you want to tell about, you could tell that and then also Yes, maybe... well we covered it all, like audiograms, yeah. guest guest audio well, I want to do it all, you know, audiograms. Yeah. If you go to backpackstudioapp.com slash vote, you can see the the roadmap, you know, the um, yep. the live streaming is done, and then uh, guest recording, uh, audiograms, which I'm working on now, and you know, uh, some kind of editing, like you were saying, mm-hmm. like the post production stuff. Yeah, I'd like to put a simple version of that inside, but you know, not weigh the backpack down, like you said. Mm. And of course, Android support. So hopefully, I'll, I'll hopefully as long as you know enough people are telling each other about Backpack Studio. I could keep working on it full time and everything will be great and I'll get there. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And and uh, when you're doing the programming uh, and working and developing, yeah, continue. If, and if anybody wants to beta test, just mm-hmm. uh, send me a message on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or email. It's all in the settings mm-hmm. screen of the app. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, when, you're, when you're doing this development and, and programming and thinking about it and pondering, do you read any books or how do you get inspira- inspired and inspiration and get new knowledge and, and uh, thoughts and so on? Uh, or do you listen to books like audiobooks or? Yeah, well, the there? thing about this, well, I mean, 
like specific, you think like for prog- for programming, you can't read a programming book because everything changes so much in a year. Outdated, yeah. That yeah. The book <laughs> so like, I you know I basically you know watch Apple's you know developer stuff as far as that as mm. far as non as far as non programming stuff goes. Mm. You know I I. I love uh, interviewing podcasts. I love listening to like like what you do, interviewing people. Mm. Uh, I, I like listen. I love radio. That's why I do this. You know, I love podcasts. Yeah, I that's my main source of inspiration. I guess. Mm. Great. Yeah. So yeah, that's good, good to hear. And uh, also, we'll talk probably more about that. Ed, I think. Yeah, and hopefully also, uh, we uh, can do this again in, entirely inside of Backpack Studio. Yeah, sounds sounds like a plan. In a month, uh, in a you, couple months. Yeah. Do you have any um, idea or tip on on a future guest that you would like to listen to? For you? Yeah. Um. Any anybody that does what I do, I, there really aren't that many uh, developer podcasts. I listen mm-hmm. to um, Marco's podcast, the Occidental yeah. Tech Podcast. Yep. Uh, and a few other like iOS, like kind of Swift nerdy kind of things. You know, mm-hmm. I I love you know I love celebrity guests. I love listening mm-hmm. to people talk about their life. Yeah, you know, like the Joe uh, Rogan, Mark Maron kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, and he's very popular. Have you listened yes. to uh, Tim Sinclair, that's uh, the CEO founder yeah. of Ringer? He has started his uh, a new podcast there, but he, he okay, talked yeah, about I this. know, I I follow him on Twitter, but I haven't listened to his podcast yet. Yeah, yeah, so, so I'll when, have to check it out. Talk- yeah, do that. Yeah. So it's uh, always human. I think it's it's called his new. He did also uh, a podcast series called uh, the, "My Worst Podcast Interview," and then he interviewed the podcast uh, with with uh, like quirky moments and so on, and what they learned <laughs> from that. And uh, wow. I think that's a fun fun idea also because, as I said, it's a big space here, and if you have, as I say, I've inspired. Yeah, uh, I would say plenty of individuals to start podcasting themselves. With my Fairly. help and by themselves, and yeah. and same similar to that's why I want to talk about the book because I was written my first book on tea and I want to do a whole series about that with nice illustrations by a fine artist and a cartoonist mm-hmm. called John Cox. But as I said everyone has a book inside them. It could be it for a small, yeah. but same thing with podcasting. Then of yeah. course is who would listen, but it could be your closest friends, it could be your mm-hmm. family, your uh, your coworkers. I mean, it's yeah, and with your with your applications, Ed, it's so mm-hmm. easy to do it. It just do it, as Nike is saying, right? Yes, just do it. Yeah. So if go I can now, do it, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, if I could do it, <laughs> you could do it. Listen, that so goes go. for programming too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you want to develop an app, you can learn yeah. programming. Like you could teach yourself anything now. So. Yeah, and and that, that's neat. So, and at the end, because during this interview, I've been drinking tea. What's your favorite be- beverage? You know what? I don't know if you could tell, but I drink iced coffee like all day long. I'm addicted. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just like really strong, like cold brew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do do you do it by yourself, or is it like a powder? Or I got a coffee. Sh- I, I I'm at, I'm at home right now because um, I didn't want there to be background noise. But I I go yeah. to I, I go to a couple coffee shops every day, mm. and I get a I get an iced coffee, and I drink way too much, and it makes me hyper. But I love iced yeah. coffee. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. <laughs> I have to, to try tea. Yeah, are you in the? Is it in the Philly Steak uh, area, or where are you located? Right okay, now. well, I right now I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is where yeah. I grew up, and I'm actually staying yeah. with my family. Yeah, and 
Uh, but I kind of go back and forth between here and New York City. And New York okay. City has uh, the strongest cold. They call it cold brew. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, the really, big apple. And you drink. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. So you, you, I mean, you drink a cold brew iced coffee and you're just typing real fast and you're just like, yeah. you know, going and going and so, going and then it where, and so, then you crash and you want to like take a nap. Yeah, you wanna like, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. You want to have a kick and the caffeine and, but the same thing, you have the yeah. caffeine in tea also, but it's called teaine and you could get pretty strong uh, brew from that also. Have you had uh, uh -huh. this so-called bullet uh, coffee? That's with uh, strong coffee and it's also uh, uh like butter or lard or something in it no i've heard i've heard of, i've heard of it but i haven't had it yet I, i i try to keep it as simple as possible like i know yeah like, okay there's like starbucks has like nitro cold brew now and yeah. it's like on a beer tap but i haven't yeah. i haven't gone there yet i'm already drinking like too much of the regular <laughs> stuff <laughs> so i'm worried that'll kill me okay yeah you you have to you have to keep awake and uh keep be safe also <laughs> at the same time so keep yeah. on programming ed <laughs> Uh, yeah. So th thank you very much uh, for your time, and please end uh, with your ending note where they could uh, reach out to you and uh, find find the app and so uh, on. Yeah, backpack stu backpack studio uh, backpackstudioapp dot com, uh, backpack studio on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So uh, mm. yeah, it's just talk to me there. It's just me, but I totally yeah. rely on users and feedback, and you know. It's really exciting because there's a lot more, there's a lot of cool stuff I'm working on and I'm excited about it. So great to hear. Get in touch. Yeah. Start, uh, start your podcast. Start your podcast uh, and use yeah. uh, Backpack Studio app. And thanks again for your yeah. time and for this nice conversation and uh, talk soon again. Yes, let's do it. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.